and welcome to my xbox and me episode 245 i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the one and only two fresh crash that, that is me how are you crash you good i'm doing good yeah how's how's life treating you i'm tired exhausted Fair enough, fair enough. It's a, it's a busy day. Tuesdays are busy now, boy. You can't be tired. Yeah. Tuesdays are busy, busy days for us. I understand. I know this. God, it's all, it's all. I literally woke up this morning and was like, oh, God, all right, let's go. Roll out of bed, like, all right, I got to do the podcast. I got a stream. I got to do the podcast. I got to stream again. I've then got a shed ton of emails to do. I've got to mm. still beat Last of Us because spoilers are everywhere. I'm like, Jesus, life life yep yep <sighs> if you didn't know my xbox and me is our weekly xbox show that we do right here on youtube.com slash my xbox and me and you can get it on podcast services so remember if you want it early head over to patreon.com slash mc fixer uh, that's where you can support me financially and one day when i make decent money i better pay crash one day one day he's gonna pay me in a red book hand you remember what he said last time i did say that last time did... where's your red yeah. book have you got one <laughs> no <laughs> why you were on form last week. You better yeah, but coffee. Nah, Red Bull. Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> remember to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like I said beforehand, and rate us on iTunes. Look, I've been telling everyone, Crash, you better be rating us on iTunes. If you haven't done so, go do so. Remember, Crash, what I told you last week? We were... Where was we? Where did we chart in Netherlands? 197. 197 in the Netherlands. Shout out to all my, my uh, Netherlands. We might have been higher in Netherlands. Maybe, but... We charted somewhere we were 197. No, it was Netherlands. Like, it was Netherlands. It was definitely Netherlands. Netherlands. Okay. Definitely Netherlands. Okay. Um, as per usual, Black Lives Matter. If you don't remember it, I'm not going to let you forget. There's also a lot more going on right now, if we're being honest. Obviously, the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement is still important to me, something I'm going to keep talking about. Obviously, a load of people in the um, video game industry, uh, influencers, content creators, higher-ups, just everybody, um, have been outed by people of their trauma um and yeah we're in this really weird place so obviously just um my thoughts go out to anyone affected by this obviously i am part of the kind of funny community you can see my hat on and there's been a huge um thing that's happened in our community with some members of the community or ex-members of the community i should say who were being um sexual predators i guess and just overall scumbags let me make it very, very clear from my point of view. This is me speaking. I can't talk for Chris, but for me, Chris is not intertwined the same way I am, so you may not know about it all. You're a piece of shit. And first and foremost, you're a piece of shit. And if I knew you was a piece of shit, I would never have spoken to you. I never would have followed you. I never would have let you been on my stream ever. I never would have any of these things. So let me make it very clear because obviously I saw people tweeting about it the other day. Like if you're DMing these people, um, not like the people that are the predators, but like the people that have been affected and you're not saying it outwards, you're a part of the yep. problem. And in some ways I agree with that. And in some ways I, I understand where it's at. It's like, oh, you're protecting your brand. Let me make it very clear, right? Sean Pitts, fuck you. Very clear. Just in case you were missing it, just in case you thought I was somewhere in between or you didn't know where I stood, I believe the victims you're a piece of shit carry on but just that's from my point of view of what i do i'm not if i'm not supporting anybody anybody and if you think i'm not gonna be one of these people that call your ass out you've got another thing coming 
you've got another thing coming because I'm not playing that whole silent thing anymore. And I've been saying this, I was saying it on the stream um, yesterday, which was if you have a platform and you're not using your voice, you are part of the problem. Because if you know these people or you knew of these people or you're not condemning these people, and you have a platform to reach a, such an outward portion of these of our of our community, our community, and you don't want to say anything because you want to remain, oh, that doesn't fit with my content, or I might lose Twitter followers, or people might stop listening to my podcast, or I might not be the the person that I want to be if I'm putting that. No, this is it's all bullshit. I love the fact that kind of funny applying hardball. Yep. I love the fact that uh, Andy blessing both playing very horrible obviously in different subjects as well andy with um trump uh blessing with like stuff like ign and just a ton me i'm me i'm me i can only be me at the end of the day and what i'm saying yeah. is if you are a sexual predator or you are someone that is using your power to try and influence women and just being a lying scumbag and just being just all the things i hate in this world fuck you yeah and the person that i named i will not name you again you will not get any more airtime on any platform that I have. I just need to know in case it does reach you. Fuck you. Moving on. Yeah. Topic of the show, Crash. I guess you haven't really got much to add on that part. No, I second <laughs> everything you've said. There's... Absolutely. I feel Believe like I'm... women. You know. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm done with it, bro. I really am done with it. Like, no. And you know what the annoying part is about all this is. People knew about this for such a long time. We knew about this. We've had yeah. we were we were in the same call when we heard some of this stuff. But it wasn't yeah. I felt anyway, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm part of the problem in this regard, where it's like I felt it wasn't my place to then spread somebody else's information. What I'm learning now is no, that's not the way to approach these things. If you hear about something like this, you need to put it out there for people to yeah. have the information. And yeah, I understand people. Sorry, I will let you come in. No, um, I un I understand the whole uh, innocent till proven guilty and all that stuff. These are from people that I trust, and people yeah. that that just don't come across like just uh, people I trust. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, uh, a lot of times with a lot of these stories, also if you if you've been keeping up with any of it at all, is like there are multiple people talking about the same, same person. person. It's not just one account, it's multiple accounts. Yeah. A lot of these people are predators in multiple ways. They'll do it over and over and over yeah. until they get called out. Mm -hmm. And I think me and Fix were partly complacent in that, in my opinion. Right? 100%. 100%. 1,000%. And not that like we knew the ins and outs of anything, because right. we didn't. But we could have easily been like, hey, this person's a scumbag, be careful. Be careful around and that's, and literally Made that just, public statement. And just, just that. Not, just that. Not air anybody's business out because if somebody doesn't want to come forward, because that a lot of that stuff is traumatic. Mm -hmm. Some people just aren't ready to come forward and deal with it, and that's fine. But it's also fine whenever they do want to come forward, right? Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, oh, trust me. I've, and that's why, that's why I'm playing hardball right now. And not that I wouldn't play hardball if I didn't know, but there's a point of me, there's a part of me that feels very responsible in a way of not, that it was my fault, but the fact that, again, I didn't use my platform to know, but when I knew this person was a scumbag, and this person was, and don't get me wrong, not that I was, like, best friends with this person or anything like that, because I wasn't, but this person was a scumbag, and I didn't go, hey, you're, you're a scumbag, and I should let other people know. I've spoken to plenty of other kind of funny best friends that knew about this scumbag, other, and people that I've spoken to in IRL and stuff like that, 
And it's just like, damn. And, and yeah, but I, just to be very clear, I will never make that mistake again. Never again. So Absolutely. Moving on. Topic of the show this week, Chris. We've got some real, real gaming news. Some real, real craziness that's going on in our industry right now. Yeah. Uh, which is Mixer. Uh, Microsoft is shutting down Mixer. Um, Mixer will now partner with Facebook Gaming. Uh, this one was taken from Xbox Wire, and it says Microsoft has announced it will be shutting down Mixer, and and, and on July twenty second, it will redirect all Mixer sites and Facebook, uh, all Mixer sites and apps to Facebook Gaming. The news will, uh, was announced on the Xbox Wire with Microsoft admitting it became clear that. The time needed to grow our live streaming community to scale was out of measure with the vision and experience we want to deliver to uh, to our gamers now, end quote. Microsoft has made a decision to transition all of its streamers uh, to Facebook gaming if they choose, uh, meaning to those who signed exclusive deals, namely uh, Ninja, uh, King Goliath and Shroud, will be free to return to Twitch or continue on Facebook gaming. Uh, King Goliath has already announced he will join in Facebook Gaming and will be streaming on Facebook Gaming on June 26th, 2020. While it's, let uh, me ca- let me just carry on and then we'll go for okay. it. Oh yeah, I know I know exactly where you're going through going gonna go. I think uh, while it's unclear when Ninja and Shroud will be going, uh, Dextro's Richard uh, Lewis has announced quote. Sources familiar with the deal have informed me that while Facebook did try and negotiate to keep their big partners, both Shroud and Ninja opted out. They have they have received their full payments as of midnight yesterday, were free to engage in talks with other platforms on game. End quote. Carry on, there is a little bit more we got here. Um, we can start at that point, actually. We'll start there and then we'll carry on because the rest of it gets into a bit more... Um, xclad and things of that nature so just breaking this down which is the big news obviously the ninja shroud are now free to go wherever they want yeah how'd you how'd you how'd you feel about that and then we'll break down obviously the whole problems we've got questions about mixer and stuff so we'll hold that for then right um i dude they walked away with the bag and they walked away with it clean they mixer wasn't working for either of them nope. really like to say that they were they got paid they got paid ridiculous amounts the number they got paid came out also oh how uh, much was it then ninja made 30 million shroud made 10 and for them to stay on facebook the offer was doubled doubled yeah so so, so they would have ninja gotten 60 made million 60 over the contract and, and shroud, shroud would make i don't know if shrouds was doubled i read ninjas was doubled i'm assuming i think, shrouds I think was all of them well. both of them were doubled i think the offer was yeah. both of them i'm gonna assume that with king Italian, his offer was doubled but he probably didn't get make, make that much in the first deal and that's yeah. why he took that yeah I mean, um, otherwise, there's no reason not to switch to Twitch. In right? my thing, I would assume that his money has now become generational money. Where, like, if he got offered maybe half a mil, it's now. I'm mm. not saying that's what he got offered. I don't know the ins and outs of this deal. But let's right. say he got offered half a mil, he's now made a million. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. and that can be that's of course life changing money. And if he invests it right, he could he's rest of he could buy his house. He can invest a bit more. He, he could be can set do up for the future. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Where with Ninja, it's like the difference. This is going to sound like such a stupid statement, but it's actually true in business, which is there's not a big difference between 30 and 60 million in terms of like what he could do with it. Like he can already invest enough money and make 60 million. If that makes Um, sense. No, that makes sense. But I also think it's partly like Ninja can shop around now. 
he doesn't need to come to Twitch. He doesn't need to go to YouTube. Doesn't he could go to uh what's the platform that <laughs> uh PewDiePie was streaming on? Oh, D Live. He could go to D Live. D Live could offer him Nothing. forty million on top. Of Never the gonna happen. Million. Never yeah. gonna happen. No, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like. It's all like they both are probably getting offers, right? They both made statements like, we're going to wait to see what we're going to do with our communities. I'm sure they wanted to think it through. That was part of it, but also part of it's like, show me what you Dills, guys have to offer. Dills, me. YouTube, how much are you offering me? Because I, yeah. I was watching a video of Harris Ellers the other day, which is someone we both watch. Um, and he was saying that, and I agreed with him, which was, um, there's no, I don't think Ninja wants to go back to Twitch. He will, mm. but I don't think he would want to go back to Twitch, especially with what they did to him, uh, removing his whole channel, then putting his whole channel back, then putting Paul on his channel. It, it was just a lot of stuff, right? So yeah. may maybe Twitch have learned from that, and they're going to go, hey, we know we effed up. We know we need to work on this relationship again, but you started here. You should come back here. You've now made so... like They're not going to be able to say any of that, that you made money stuff, but... There's plenty, there's plenty enough there for yeah. him to go back. He's got, what's he got? Ten million followers on, on Twitch. I think he, he has. still has the most followers. Yeah, on I Twitch. think he still has the most followers. Like he goes back and plays Fortnite, he's gonna go mad, like absolutely yeah. crazy. Um, for go on, go on. I was gonna say, I wonder if for him, it's not necessarily about the money. Now it's where he can sort of like aim the platform, sort of to be better for streamers again i think he moved to mix up number one for the money and number two because he wanted to put something on his back and build it right yeah microsoft clearly and made it very clear that like well we're, we're not doing that anymore that sorry i'm gonna go off on a little tangent that must be the whoever greenlit that deal whether it was phil spencer or whoever that must be the worst greenlit deals on the stream it's ewok king of Tharian, uh ninja shroud and I don't know any of the others that came over. There was a couple of others. Whoever those were that greenlit those must be the worst money spent ever in Microsoft. Yeah. Like, oh, ab absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what they were doing over at Mixer, but like you spent $40 million on the two biggest streamers and you got them and then you signed more streamers. You didn't do anything. You didn't make your platform better. You didn't advertise you didn't fix it there were issues people had complaints but the one thing mixer had was the community really liked mixer it's such a nice platform yeah that's only because it's smaller yep so. well i think it's that and it's just people being narrow-minded as well every my community is really nice the kind of fire community is really oh, nice absolutely. and yeah don't get me wrong as they get bigger it's you're gonna have more shitheads it's how you and as we're learning like at the start, start of the show it's how you come out like now i will comb you once upon a time i would never have combed through my youtube comments and deleted yeah. like racial or sexist or now delete delete block 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 delete delete block i am combing through you're not welcome here you're not welcome mm. here. Like, you, I'm putting you in your own little chamber with the rest of you racists, and you can go and play over there. And I still don't like you, but you're not going to be nowhere near me anymore. No way. I'm not you, even listening you, to it. You know what I wish YouTube let you do? Made it so you can let people comment, but that their comment is invisible to everybody. Well, so somebody in? makes, like, a racist comment, yeah, and then you just mute it, yeah. and they can post on all your future videos, but nobody will ever see a comment. That'd be, that'd be really interesting. I don't know if you can. I don't know, like, the moderation tools in YouTube, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I have no clue. Um, I've never heard about anybody doing it, because I hear people doing it all the time on Twitter. Like, the yeah, best thing you can do is oh. not block somebody, you just mute them. Because then they, they think they're talking to somebody, and they think they just get more frustrated, right? Because like, when you block the them, best. they win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get a response, oh. don't they? So, 
Yeah. Um, but to go back to this whole Ninja and Shroud thing, I think Shroud goes back. Shroud was loved on Twitch. Loved yeah. on Twitch. And him going over, secured the bag. They both made the easiest money you'll ever make. They had to pay up their contract, which is so nuts to me. So yeah. nuts to me. Uh, but I see, I see Ninja going, Ninja going to YouTube and seeing what, um, oh God, what's his name? What's the Hundred Thieves team? Courage. Uh, Courage. Yeah, seeing what Courage has done over there, which is like he's built his own lane. He plays what he wants. He yeah. makes makes great YouTube content as well as which isn't just usual normal vod stuff. Obviously, see what Hundred Thieves has built. Ninja's gonna. I think Ninja's gonna go in that place. He's like he's looking to build something now, something else. Um, yeah. Where Shroud is a gamer. He's he's a he's a gamer. He loves the game. He's one of the he best gamers really... ever. Um, and I don't think he's yeah. looking to like build things. So I think he'll go back to Twitch. Like he's technically a content creator, but he's not really yeah. a content creator for the most part, right? Yeah, of course. Not as like of a course. slight towards him. But... No, no, yeah, no. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, to carry on with this though. Uh, where did I get to? As reported by The Verge, the head of Facebook Gaming said, quote, it's up to it's up to them and their priorities, meaning Microsoft New Partners isn't actively pursuing exclusive agreements with any of Mixer's biggest names. Existing, existing partners will be granted partnership status with Facebook Gaming, and streamers using the Mixer monetization program will be able to start using Facebook's Level Up program instantly. As for the Mixer viewers, those with, quote, Outstanding Ember balances, channel subscriptions, or mix of pro subscriptions will receive Xbox gift card credit. End quote. Microsoft is also slating that Project X Cloud was all a big factor in this decision, and it will quote look to debut click-to-play scenarios within the Facebook gaming and Instagram communities. The technology that helped uh, build Mixer will continue to impact Microsoft products as Microsoft teams will leverage Mixer's deep investments in ultra-low latency, video streaming, real-time uh, inter... inter... Interactively, interactively. Interactively, thank you. And video distribution technologies to accurate... Uh, to accelerate our ability to support a variant of video first, for, uh, virtual experiences from meetings to live events to other broadcast scenarios. Speaking to The Verge, Xbox head Phil Spencer described how Mixer was fighting an uphill battle from the start. Quote, we started pretty far behind in terms of where Mixer's monthly active viewers were compared to some of the big players out there, Spencer said. Quote, I think the Mixer community is really going to benefit from the... Uh, from the Bold on audience that Facebook has through their properties and the ability to reach gamers in very senseless way through the social platforms Facebook has. I never really talk shit about Phil Spencer. And I don't think anyone really does because he doesn't usually come out with many like... Foot and mouth statements. Foot and mouth and PR speak things. This one, unfortunately, was one of those where it's... I really think the Mixer community... No, no shut up. You, you took I, a, you've taken away their platform. You've taken yeah. away the platform from community uh, from their communities, from their streamers. You've taken away livelihoods. There is so much. Do not come out with a bullshit statement like this. Yeah. I, I'm just curious how much of a part Phil actually played in it. And if he was just sort of given the statement to say, like, if you're asked this question, this is what you say. This like, is the that's PR part answer. of the deal. Yeah. Um... Because, like, this is a bad statement. It's not a good statement, you know? Yeah, it's, I think not, it's mi- not bad. I think the Mixer that... community is really going to benefit. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. Like, most of them who 
most of them are starting over from nothing, nothing. right? Yeah, well, the, the the ones that were not smart enough to diversify their uh, communities, yeah. which has always been the problem. And we'll get into that very soon because we've got questions coming up. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, Crash, because we have both streamed on Mixer. We, we I think me, you were on it more than I was due to giving it more of a test period than what I did, which I was so thankful yeah. for. Um, <laughs> you took the bullet for me. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. Um, how are you feeling about this? Because obviously having more of these services was always a good thing because it didn't let Twitch monopolize it, right? But yeah. now you've seen the one that we all had hope for, in my opinion, has now gone. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised. To be honest, from when I started doing uh tr when i was streaming on mixer to now mixer didn't change all that much nope. they didn't add anything new like the good thing about mixer was like oh mixer is low latency oh mixer has embers oh mixer has channel levels channel points all this stuff mm -hmm. twitch started adopting that and then mixer was just like yeah well i guess we're beat let's just yeah. call it a day go home and you know do whatever like yeah. they didn't they didn't keep up the pressure they didn't keep up growing they didn't do all these things that they needed to instead they were like we got shroud let's put shroud in this really dope mixer commercial yeah which it commercial was, was great it was, good, it was a good advert it was, it was a, a really advert. good commercial <laughs> but like what does that do that doesn't get people to go on your platform and stay on your platform yeah when they don't like the interactivity of it mm -hmm. when the emotes are too small that's something easy to fix right yeah there were general complaints that just weren't fixed and i wonder how long uh xbox has been well not xbox but um microsoft and mixer have been trying to come to this deal with facebook gaming for this because yeah. that could explain why they haven't done any big updates for a really long time right yeah i mean yeah we spoke about it a little bit in dms where i was like yeah it's it's, it's interesting and obviously facebook have clearly bought them out and they're going to take over all the contracts and stuff like that so they made a little bit of money back on this um microsoft but i think there's a bigger picture here which is it's not it's it's what what phil said pretty much which is xcloud is coming right and to be able to youtube have obviously got stadia it's like okay what mm -hmm. do what do microsoft need they need somewhere they can go here's this ad click this game you can play it right now yeah who is the best as much as i don't like facebook as a uh, a company and they they have some very shady practices you've got to just from a business perspective everybody's you, on facebook everyone's on facebook everyone can everyone can click this everyone can get to it same with instagram they have such a widespread reach that it's like yeah. this makes perfect sense yep um i and then instagram also so you have it on mobile too so yep. it's not just when you're sitting down on your computer it's like you always have it on mobile right yep facebook's on mobile as well I'm kind no of stupid, no i yeah but i understood what you meant i knew i knew what you was trying to get out don't get me wrong i got yeah you. um yeah I, I like i think this is a good deal for microsoft i think this is a really good deal to microsoft but there's a bunch of pr that's attached with this that might not be that good well obviously you got the whole before just a day before this um i haven't even i did forgot to even add it um not that I, it was like forgettable but it's just something that was weird. now mix is gone it's a weird thing to be at um there was yeah excuse me there was a statement that came out about how someone who worked at mixer was was just treated so poorly because of the color of their skin um there was a quote from a like higher up at, that worked at mixer um saying that all um mixer streamer streamer partners were slaves and they owned their content and just a ton of horribleness which you can go and find go check it out um 
but yeah, it was like that, and then this happened, and then it's just it's just so crazy, so crazy. Yeah, um, I do know that uh, the guy that outed it, uh, Millie, what's his name? I I want to, um, Milan Kaylee, uh, he had a meeting with Phil Spencer yesterday. Apparently, that meeting went well, from what I'm hearing. Um, so hopefully, the problem is like the change, the ramifications of that stuff. We'll never see because now there there are no faces inside of Microsoft now, right? Well, yeah, hypothetically, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we should have saw we should have saw the writing on the wall when we saw like Rakari get sacked and mm. like that whole mixer they were trying to build that whole mixer like where we we do content sort of thing. When we saw that go down. We should have known there was a problem then. That's when we should have well, known. We we talked about there being a problem. It was just like, when are they going to replace them or when's the yeah. two going to drop, right? But then they did nothing for so long that people forgot, right? I completely forgot about all that. And then when this happened, I was surprised for a second. I was like, wait, no, no not. This makes perfect sense. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I feel bad for like people that I know. Do you remember when I would try to go for that job? That, that job at Xbox. Yeah. And that someone now just doesn't have a job. Like, yeah. That, oh, like, absolutely. That to me is crazy. My thoughts go out to all the streamers that I, I've got a couple of friends over there, which people know, um, who were all partners. They were all doing really well. And they're still, they've come over to Twitch. And right now they're doing really well. I'm so worried about them because they've got that yeah. boom right now. And some of them are doing like 100 plus, and some of them are doing just shy of 50. And here there and everywhere right but they're so lazy on oh i want to be a partner i want to be a partner i want to be a partner and i'm like if you don't get partner i wonder what that's going to do to you in a month's time like yeah. and when everyone stops the gifted subs everyone stops the the given bits everyone stops like all of that and not only them all the small streamers who were just coming up who didn't have a twitch account so they're not even affiliated yet and don't have their alerts ready and don't have their emotes ready and don't and it's like did you really did you really not diversify yourself enough? Yeah. And you 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 were a slate. Not no. I'm not saying that because that's not the right wording. Yeah. You were just in a product of the way society is, where you just buy into one um one platform, which yeah. it, it just comes with education. No, I, I like being so tied to any idea or thought. I think is just isn't the move to do you know you have to be ready you have to nobody nobody but you and your parents have your best interest at heart mm -hmm. and well, that's true like, no even that i can't agree with just you <laughs> i can't i can't sit here because no, not, everyone, gonna, not everyone has great not, parents not everyone has great parents correct. so no i can't correct. even say that yeah you're not wrong um just like Whenever you're told anything, take it with a grain of salt and view it like, what does this affect for me? Not necessarily who's saying it to you, because yeah. I think that is important. Because I do think people get uh, caught up in the hype or caught up in all this stuff. But people, we've seen it. People will power trip. Every like every movement that's going on right now is like tied to people power tripping in yep. some sort of way. 100%. Right? If somebody has something over you, they will use it to get the best situation for themselves, whatever they view that best situation is. Yeah. Right? So just be conscious of that and understand, like, what avenues you have and just sort of, even if you don't necessarily want to go to Twitch, have Twitch prepped that if anything ever happens, you should be able to, you know? Yeah. If you're streaming on Twitch right now, have YouTube prepped that if you ever need to, like, you can move over, right? Maybe even Facebook gaming if that's your thing, right? Yeah. 
just be conscious of everything, right? No, I think all options should be on the table. Remember, these are corporations. They're not your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, oh, dude, you know how, do you know how devastated I'd be if this was Twitch? Mm. Like, could you imagine yeah. if this was Twitch? Yeah. Especially, like, right now, you're on, you're, you're on an upward trajectory. Yeah. Right? And, like, for that to happen right now would be devastating, oh, right? Mate, I don't even. I, that's what that's why i know what bob's going through right now and like other people other partners over there i know it, it right, just must so be. moving on crash moving on uh questions this week i've missed a question on twitter i know squid girl tweeted me a question although it's there, it's there it's there it's there it's there i found it, I okay. found it, I found it. i'm an idiot i found it and i'll do that one first okay. here we go so we're jumping into fix this sack right now if you don't know you can email in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on twitter with the hashtag mxam or you can uh post in the discord wherever you want to go the questions are there sometimes i forget and uh won't give you the chat share a squid says 69 at share squid 69 says question for the podcast thoughts on microsoft ending mixer how will this affect the xbox series x and do you think this will affect microsoft's relationship with the community as a whole so that's a really good question if i'm being honest because how will it affect the series x not at all i don't think streaming was big enough on mixer um or anyone really cared about it on their xbox to really for it to really matter i still think there'll be a twitch app i think the twitch app might actually get some love now and actually get updates and stuff like that now that microsoft Um, the game maybe or do they stop doing the mixer app and they're just like facebook gaming app and Twitch app still gets the short end of the stick. No, no, no. Because I don't think I don't think that Microsoft don't make the Twitch app. Twitch make the Twitch mm. app. I think Twitch oh, so will think now Twitch will, be... Twitch will now be more incentivized to make a good Twitch app on Microsoft products. Got it. Got um, it. But the, the the main question here of what I found was interesting was uh, the Microsoft as a whole, because Microsoft in this realm now are becoming like Google, in a way, when it comes to these things. Mixer, Zune, um, there's a few others that have come up now where they they take a really big half step in and then pull away really quickly when it doesn't work out quick enough. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit worried, Crash. Was it a quick step out? What Mixer? Yeah. Yeah, you can't sign the biggest streamers. You can't sign the biggest streamer in the world and in less than a year to solve the company right but they were a streaming platform and putting money into it long before that i I don't disagree but you didn't get you didn't really get any any media hype until until ninja came okay at all like you got nothing like did they really think ninja was going to come over and bring over like a hundred thousand people regularly did they think that yeah because they don't understand streaming most people who don't understand streaming don't get it most of the people at uh, higher ups at twitch probably don't understand streaming and you think if so? anything were to happen yes absolutely okay. i don't think they'd be able to regain it right i think twitch is probably the most understanding of streaming but i don't think twitch necessarily gets it either i think twitch is just super beneficial they were the platform that it yeah. happened on mm, i don't i don't know if i agree but because i feel like they've been doing it long enough with justin tv and stuff like that that's why i feel like i didn't panic when it came to when ninja left because they were, as much as they were the industry lead, they knew that mm. they knew, 
look like we're not paying you 30 million because there's no way ninja didn't go hey they're gonna give me 30 million how much will you give me okay no you're correct but then why do you start signing streamers to contracts after that if you're not worried no no, no because i feel i think again i think that's the streamers saying hey when because when the market got opens it, up it. that's not a that's twitch have to have to be reactionary to it that's not them mm-hmm. going we want to do this it's a fact of if i offer you 50 pounds for this podcast and someone else yeah. offers you 100 and i need you i have to offer you 100 yeah. i don't want yeah. i don't <laughs> not even thinking about it i have to offer you that I need to make up a fake podcast guy. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast trying to pay me a thousand pound an episode. Thanks. Good luck, Fresh. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. Party chat. Go bring it back with Ross. <laughs> They're offering you a thousand pound. Go bring it back. Um, yeah, no, for me, it's just it's um, the Xbox community as a whole, I think, is the thing that worries me more. It's the racism stuff along with yeah. um, destroying a community, destroying a load of people's lives especially yeah. as a streamer that's something i can sympathize with as someone who definitely does have those moments every day where i go my job tomorrow i could wake up tomorrow and my job's done i don't have a job i don't have a re- yeah. i've i've been doing this so long that i have no retirement money because i've not made any money for such a long period of time that i've not been able to put any money away for retirement i have no retirement money i have no no i know you guys do like a 401k right that's the thing over there um there's different stuff you could do what, as far as I'm whatever, saying, I don't yeah. really... um it's like knowing now i'm at a point where and that's if it stays i'll be able to look into trying to get a private pension but i'm almost yeah. 30 so i have no pension right. started already so that's like come on so yeah like, i can just sympathize and i think my thing is you couldn't have told your partners you couldn't have told the partners the partners that yeah, no, the company I, was shutting yeah. down you let them find that through twitter I agree, and I think one of the worst things they could have ever done is put out the tweet, uh, we'll be better, da-da-da-da-da, the day yeah. before this all went down, you know, we're a community, yada-yada, and then you do this, and it's like... Because they're not seeing, I don't think Microsoft is seeing it as a, dis, as a like, disbanding, is more of like a passing on, like, well, yeah. like, and they're doing it very businessy, obviously, because that's what you have to do in business, um, but yeah, like, I just think it's very shitty. Like I say, it's it's... I don't know. I don't know. Like the 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 crux of the question is, I don't know how this is going to affect uh, Microsoft's relationship with the community. I think the community are going to be very untrusting for a little while, yeah. and for the right reasons. For the next thing yeah. that gets pushed onto us, whether it's a VR headset or a, a watch, or I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I um I don't think that it'll ruin the Series X, but I do think it'll give people a sour impression of it. I, where if they are debatable and they're like, hey, I'm, I don't know whether I'm going to go PlayStation or Xbox. As of right now, I think they'd be leaning more towards PlayStation. I literally, right? I've been in four different Mixer streamers, um, Mixer, X Mixer streamers on Twitch now. And they all said, yeah, I'm going to get a PC. I'm just going to go PC. And yeah, I yeah. probably still play, will play Microsoft games, but I don't feel comfortable giving them that type of money now at this yeah. moment point, which in a way is still kind of dumb because they're going to buy things on Microsoft Store probably. No, on maybe not actually no because you you don't technically pay for windows though right you don't really buy a windows anymore either no when you buy the pc it usually comes bundled with uh windows Windows. unless you're building your own then you'd have to buy windows but even then there's probably like something Mm. that'll come bundled like a motherboard or something i just think a lot of people a lot of people are gonna are going to figure out and yeah I, i mean for me if this 
for me as a black guy, as a mixed race man, and hearing the racism things, as someone who wants to work at Xbox and and really looked up to Rikari, and Rikari knows that I've messaged him and stuff, and like him getting sacked, I was like, oh, okay, uh, this is interesting, okay, and then you hear about this, and you're like, oh, okay, and then and this is not like a spite anyone, but then like you look at like the little groups that are out there, like the Xbox One Ons and the outside Xbox, which outside Xbox is not by Xbox, but Xbox On is. It's like, you have no black people. Is there a reason? Or people of color, just in general. Like, it doesn't even yeah. have to be a black person. Like, is there a reason for that? Am I missing something? Did I not get the job because I was mixed race? Like, I've got five years experience. I worked in retail. I had, like, all of it, and I didn't even get an interview. Like, not even an interview. Yeah. I had the community. My community absolutely blew forward. Um, AC Bongos, like, second me on that first time was like what did i do wrong like what i wonder i wonder what i did wrong like and then you start thinking about everything but yeah i'll be interested to see what happens but i feel i just feel really really bad really really bad for everyone involved agreed oh crash more questions we have um so let's go into this one which is what have playstation done better sorry uh yeah what have playstation done better to sell you on their console than xbox have from mr moody Chris, you want to start that one off? Uh, they showed games. They showed games I can only play there, even if it's a time thing. I can only play them there. That's yeah. really all it was. They showed games that looked good. They looked, they were pretty games. Ratchet and Clank looked amazing. Um, we got Horizon. That's all I really need. I I like games. I just want to see games. Yeah, I think for me, it's definitely, it's different. <laughs> For me, it's definitely the fact of it's been their messaging from the start, even before we've seen the box, which is we are we believe in generations, generations end, blah, 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 blah. That's just something that I like. I understand why Xbox are not doing that. And I do actually think it's probably the more forward thinking way and the most consumer friendly way as well. Yeah. But for someone who wanted exclusive games, as someone who wanted different UI, as someone who wanted PlayStation to come out, new UI. Okay, that's what I wanted. Uh, exclusive games. All right, that's what I wanted. Like, I don't really like the look of the of the box, but who cares? Like, they've just marketed it perfectly for me. For me, that's what I yeah. wanted. Like, I can't talk about everybody else. We do an Xbox podcast, so I understand um, why people might be going, "You're crazy," but. For me, it's just just they've been very, very blatant with their marketing. There's no mixed messaging. There's no... Even right now, we're seeing it, and we're going to talk about it a bit later with the whole games are just upgraded for free, and we're going to talk about a few of them later on in the show. Like, Xbox wanted to put a fancy spin on it. PlayStation yeah, have just come out and been like, yeah, yeah, you get it for free. It's just what it is. It's, just, it's not, it's not a big deal. Special. It just happens. Yeah, cool. Yeah. The devs are doing it. Um, We support them. You'll be able to get it for free as an upgrade, which, again, we'll talk about in a little bit, but... I'm like, oh yeah, and Xbox decided they wanted to turn it into a PR thing, which was nothing more than just word salad, which is it's just PR speak. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think this conversation will be a lot more interesting come July, July. when we see Microsoft's games and whatever they else they plan on showing, if they show Lockhart, all that stuff, I think it'll be a lot more interesting then. Because mm-hmm. I, I really do think that the more, the more time goes by, the more the chips are getting stacked against Microsoft, where they really do have to put up and show on um in july on what games they have whatever they're going to do are they going to show x cloud they re- it really needs to be a wow factor they can't sh- if they sh- plan on showing x cloud and sort of announcing it to this larger spread it can't be just like sort of beta phase two right it has to be big but that's instantly how they win me over right which is like yeah. it's x cloud it's something that their competition doesn't have 
and it works i've used it it works so yeah. it's like as soon as that comes out that's a game changer that is something that's like oh yeah i am gonna play my games on xbox be- my third party games especially as well because i want to take my games everywhere i want to be able to get on the bus and play or i want to be able to go in the front room and watch tv and play on my phone like if that's a game changer but we haven't seen it we know it exists but we need to see it more so i agree yeah phil spencer has confirmed there will be no hdmi sticker on the xbox series x are you team sticker or team no sticker crash from little Smee? what why would they do this what is wrong with them i couldn't care about us are you oh, wait no, but you, that's a real question are you team sticker or team I, no sticker? i don't i i didn't even know this was a thing no, no. i don't know if people cared about it so when you got I, your I xbox yeah did you peel the sticker off Dude, when I got my Xbox, I plugged it in. It's got its sticker, I guess. I don't know. Is the sticker on it? I don't know. <laughs> Look at it. Tell me now. <laughs> okay. Right. Chris is out here like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't get... Like, this ain't important. This matters. This is an important question. Show me the um, front. Right here, I got... <sighs> no, not that sticker. No, no, no. The other side. Wait, front. front. It's on the front. I have, I have no sticker on it. Show me front. it. There's, there's no sticker. No, your team, no sticker. Thank you. Who cares about a sticker? I think anybody who cares. Look at how this is. This is why we need a new. This is why I have to get a new co-host. I need someone who cares about the important topics, Crash. You, on the other hand, Um, don't care about Team No Sticker. I'm Team No Sticker. Sticker is not a thing. Yeah, of course it is. No, you guys are just extra. Um, if you guys care about your sticker a lot, I have quite the game to sell you on. Um, it was a game. What game was it? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 has, you can go around and you can collect stickers. It's really cool and it's really riveting. It's pretty much next-gen console uh, gameplay material. Uh, I'm sure you'll see some sort of uh, iteration on it over on the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Xbox Series X, forget PS5. You will see it there. Next-gen sticker uh, graphics and, and physics and all that stuff. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. Moving I have on. To plug it back in. <laughs> That's not my fault. I didn't. I just yeah, went to know. Yeah. I just went to know. You wanted to just be like, I don't know. I don't know. You have to. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't care. Give the people what they want, Chris. Give the people what they want. Uh, next up, what is the most valuable lesson you have learned from a game? Uh, what game could you write a master, master uh, a, a master, master thesis. thesis again? You act like I went to uni, Ben. Jesus, master thesis on what would you be talking? What would be your talking points? Who is your favorite sub, and why is it Canada? Chris, you want to start off? Like, what's been what's been your most valuable lesson you've learned from a game? I'll use the dodge mechanic. You're an idiot. What? <laughs> You're an idiot. Um. All right. I'll ask. I'll answer. Um. I think for me again, it's something I'm learning just in this whole in like with everything that's going on. It's to listen more. It's the it's the I'm playing a game right now. You may have heard of it. It's called The Last of Us. Um. Not gonna say anything about it, but that game has taught me so much about me and the way I speak and the fact that words matter and certain pronouns matter and. Whatever the case may be, like mm. what we say matters, the way we say it matters. And don't get me wrong, I hate to say it, but my mum said it from day one, and she didn't realize she was saying it like right, but she was right in what she was saying, which is it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm. And again, it, it's the same thing there, which is I just think the game for me was the game. The game I probably learned the most from is Resident Evil, which is the same game I'd write a thesis on, which is Resident Evil Two, because it was like. 
learning that worlds can coincide and things are happening inside this world and just that level of like empathy and that that level of fear and that like it taught me a lot as a kid which i don't think i really realized it did in this stupid zombie game but it did it taught me about love it taught me about taking care of a child that isn't even yours just because it's the right thing to do it, it taught me all of these things and this and that's stuff that that goes with me today as somebody and i don't think i've ever said this on the podcast before but uh, as somebody who there's there's a 50 50 chance i might not be able to have kids i don't think there was uh due to i have um a thing called like i have a chromosome that's on the wrong side so there's a very high chance that uh when i decide to have a child there will be a higher rate of um miscarriages or my child being disabled um so take that with what you will but um for me it's just like learning like oh yeah like sherry i know it's, it sounds so stupid but like sherry like claire takes sherry on like takes her under her wing her mum's not a good person and she has to get her out of this lab and i know that that all sounds so cheesy and dumb and it is but when you really drive down on some of the points and if you and you apply it to your own life it's like i sort of sit back and go could i take on somebody else's kids yeah if i if i want i want a kid bad enough yeah and i know Haley does too but I could definitely adopt. And I, I do think like Resident Evil definitely probably helped with that, even for me to come around on my mind on that. For me. For me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. That, same with God of War. Like, I know this is not a PlayStation podcast, but like the whole teaching your son something, but God of War sort of taught me as well, like you can be hard, but you do need to learn to be soft as well. You can't just be boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom on someone. Like everyone learns differently, and everyone you have to approach everyone differently as well. So yeah, I I also think that's something that we're sort of learning as society in general right now, right? Because if you look at a lot of the older generations, it is very much so. A lot of the times, it is you beat something into somebody, right? Yeah, not necessarily physically, but no, no, yeah, you know, um, just sort of like over and over and over and you punish them when they make a mistake, right? Yeah. You don't necessarily explain to them how they made the mistake and how they can be better. It's just, you know, you made a mistake, fix it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah. yeah, the game I'd write a thesis on would be Resident Evil 2 um, for all the things I just said. Um, mm-hmm. My talking points would be how a game could just change my... Can, expand my mind to realizing that this is a living breathing world that's sort of where i'd come at the angle from mm. because i do think that whole zapping system again it's not in the second game which the, the, the remake which upsets me so much but the fact that these are two lived in worlds i think that was like everyone's biggest problem with the remake right which was you got an a and b story but they never really go far enough to coincide and really matter where yeah certain stuff doesn't certain stuff that doesn't happen in the a or yeah. happens in the a will also happen in the b for just sort of like yeah. gameplay reasons so exactly. no matter what start you got you got the best bits in both right yeah um but yeah so that's just that's just it for me if uh and who's my favorite sub uh right now Adjil. gifted like friends wow. gifted like 350 subs so wow i'm sorry canada fixes uh can- I, can't I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at Canada as a as a sub. I look at him as a mod. He's part of the team. He's part of the foundation of what my channel is. Without Canada, I don't know. Yeah. What, on, honestly, on a day to day basis, without Canada, I don't know what I'd do. Like Canada just does these things. It just happens. All the clippable moments. You know, he's done it for you as well. Without, I would have no Canada if it wasn't for you. But like all the the clippable moments that come, that he'll then make a command out of, which makes everybody laugh, which then helps expand the like Canada's so much bigger than not that. A sub isn't important, but like 
He's a mod. No, like, no, no. without I, him, he's absolutely. part of the goddamn team. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. What about you? Who's your favorite sub? Is that a question? Yeah, it is the question. Who is your favorite sub? I'm my favorite sub. You don't sub to yourself. I can use all my emotes. Good answer. Moving on. <laughs> what game do you want to have crossplay? It can be any game uh, from Canada. Right, shout out Canada. Um, FIFA. Okay. Mine's FIFA. Mine's like the fact that we're going to talk about EA play very soon. And um, the fact that we didn't get that like concrete confirmed during EA play tells me a lot. Uh, they have said yeah. they're working on it and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm doing FIFA Fridays now every week, and there's people that are on PC and people that are on PlayStation. Like, I want to play, and I'm like, I just can't. And it just seems now, it just seems so... If we've got the biggest game in the world, which is Fortnite, has it, and then the second biggest, which is Minecraft, has it, why hasn't FIFA got it? Like, just to me, it's just, that's the game I want to have cross-play. Yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to um... have to convince my friend Mickey to buy an Xbox anymore just so I can play the one game with him every year. Yeah. So he no. can buy whatever system he wants and we can still play. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, for me, it'd be Destiny. We've talked about it before. It's um, coming. It'd be easier to do raids and all that stuff. Yeah. They've, they've talked about it a lot. But, well, they said it's coming, didn't they? They've confirmed it. They said, they said that they're going to be working on it for um, release next year. So, so At least it's confirmed. It's, it's it, Working on it and coming, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. You it's, know, when it's, I have it on my hands... And I'm playing it with somebody who's on PlayStation, somebody who's on PC, and somebody who's on Switch, then I'll believe it. Fair enough. Destiny isn't confirmed for Switch, but I'm confirming it here. <sighs> we got Apex, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, uh, last question in Fix the Sat this week, which is a question for this week's show. Do you think we will see a Lockhart announcement in the July event? Follow-up question. Do you think the Lockhart will... will, will what? Sorry, what do you think the Lockhart will consist of? Will it be a digital-only ver version, or do you think it will have a disk drive but lower-spec machine? And lastly, what do you think the price point will be for the Lockhart from El Dozo? So three questions there. Crash, number one, will Lockhart be at the July event? Yes. Yes, yes it will. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, I think that's a, if it's a real thing, if it's a real thing, it will be at this event. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, I think they... Uh, they fumbled it. Yeah, I think it needs to be there, especially after show Sony showed that. Oh, we have a smaller discless version, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's the next question? Uh, what do I think it will consist of? I think it will be a digital only console with lower specs, but it will be on the same level of spec as the PlayStation Five. Okay. Is what I think. I think it will be so the, the 10 teraflops. And when I say the same level, I mean everything other than the SSD, just so we're very clear, of the same speeds, because even the, the, the Series X doesn't have that. Um, but yeah, I think it will be a, a, still a one terabyte um, SSD, but it will just be less teraflops. So I'm just assuming it's less powerful, so it'd be cheaper to make. I assuming, again, Bunny's our guy for this, but we're not sure if he's even alive. So, um... um. I uh I have a somewhat of a hot take. I think Lockhart won't necessarily be a console. I think it'll be a hub that you can watch Netflix through, open your HBO Go, Amazon Video, and then stream games through XCloud onto. So you don't think you'll be able to download on download onto it at all? No. So okay, no, that's interesting. So that's why they're so so we get rid of Mixer because we're going to announce XCloud, and this is yeah. our XCloud box. This is how we're gonna get our games into as many uh, 
has is in the world because this thing is going to cost us 200 pounds which is what the rumor is which we'll get to a bit later so it's just yeah i mean that makes a lot of sense and then you can play it in the highest quality that you're capable of based off your internet internet. tv and all this stuff yeah um yeah i because um are we gonna be talking about the rumored price yes we'll go that later later. yeah but you, yeah, can, so you can you can touch on it. It's no problem. So that's the rumor price is supposed to be. It was two hundred, right? Two hundred pound. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like even like a, a weaker console and it being two hundred just seems sort of like it seems like Microsoft would be taking a big hit with that, right? Yeah. I don't think they'd want to do that. I do think that there's a possibility. Granted, I still think that it's possible that they're like, oh, it's just it's as strong as the PS5, and here it is, right? I do think that is a hundred percent a possibility as well. But just like looking at it and reading everything on the table, I do think that there is a real possibility that this will be a streaming. I think uh, you make more. I think now that you've said that, it makes way more sense. It's two hundred pound versus the four hundred pound Xbox Series X. It 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 isn't. Yeah, maybe I I would like you better to at least download three to four games on it though. So maybe they can get the an SSD in there. I want. I, I don't think you. I. I don't think I would want something that I can only stream from personally. Mm-hmm. But I understand to get that price point down, you may have to do that because an SSD on its own is going to cost you a hundred pound plus, especially yeah. of the speeds of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, hmm. um, no matter what, I'm pretty sure the rumor is that this wouldn't have the SSD because the SSD is the most expensive part. Okay, got you. So the rumor is like. I th- I th- if I'm remembering the rumors correctly, and my memory so many rumors, so many rumors as well, dude. There's so, so much coming out that we just I don't know. I could be absolutely wrong, and that's not. And maybe they're downgrading everything else, which is a possibility as well. Um, but yeah, this will this will be interesting because there are like there are a lot of different people talking about different stuff with the Lockhart. You have somebody saying one thing on one side, somebody else saying something else on the other side. It'll be interesting when Microsoft has it. And the messaging they give us on it is also going to be really important, right? Because mm-hmm. um, if they if they sell it just as a weaker console, it's going to be a little bit awkward with like because the Xbox One X is still going to be in market. Yep. Maybe they stop productions, but it's still going to be in market, and it's going to be more expensive for a while. I, th- I so think like how... I, th- I think you've smashed it out of the park, mate. Honestly, on what this thing is, yeah. I think it's it's a more expensive Amazon Fire Stick. The yeah. the which. I think XCloud will come to Amazon Fire Stick. That's why I wonder what what am I getting for two hundred pounds? If Amazon Fire Stick's fifty dollars and can, is, and can stream, um, why why am I? Is it because I'm getting a controller with it? What is it? Why why am I doing this? Yeah, I mean a controller and a headset. That a would headset? like yeah, just like one of those Xbox headsets, so you can talk those, on Xbox they Party. They don't do those anymore. Do they not? No, they don't even come with Xboxes got... anymore. They don't come oh. with the Xbox Series X. You don't. That was only a launch. Oh wow! Yeah. I guess since you can use all he- forms, he- you can use now, all headphones no now. Yeah, and yeah. Jack- no, you're absolutely in. correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about like when I bought the OG Xbox. One. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what what do I get for two hundred pounds if I can get an Amazon yeah. Fire Stick? with this, I think this is going to be Xbox is going to be everywhere. I think we're already seeing yeah. it. So why for two hundred pounds is it a controller fifty pounds, right? Let's say it yeah. comes with a controller, so that's about 50 quid. What what am I getting in this box, which is £150 worth of value, when this thing yeah. could really cost me 50 quid, In the if we really think about it? So no, is, it a, is it a oh. hard drive? I think it's a hard drive that's like, okay, you can download... What if whatever, it's... Go on. You can download Xbox One games. 
So you can play all your Xbox One game library, but not necessarily. I just think that mixes the messaging. It's so mixed I messaging. Agree. Um, it could be because um, they came out with a statement a while ago when they were talking about xCloud, um, where if you have a console, you can just stream, you can stream to with it. it. Yeah. So there's the possibility that's like, hey, if you guys don't want to pay the xCloud fee, whatever it is, just buy this and you can stream to it, right? No, yeah, I get that. I'm just, I'm saying, but what value are you bringing me at that price point is what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get at. 200 pounds is a lot of money for something that I'm just streaming for. Because I know for a while right. that I can download this thing on my phone and then and it's free on my phone and it's free on my have you fire tried on and it's screen. Yeah, I have. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's that's the especially reason, if it's, but, especially if it's supposed to go in the home setup, right? But for, and let's say smart TVs are going to have the mm -hmm. app as well. But for a smart TV, you'd need okay. the subscription is. My point is what I'm really trying to get at is if like Stadia is doing poorly, obviously, but Stadia yeah. is not that expensive. Like right, for their right, thing, right, so right. that's what you're comparing it to. So Got that's it. that's why okay. I'm trying to stress of like, what is in this thing that it's going to cost me Got if it. it's two hundred pound? And we're going with your theory that yeah. it is a streaming device. Why is this costing me two hundred pound then? It yeah. has to have well, a hard drive in it. it. Has to, there. has to, just to just to make up the numbers. Has to have a hard drive. Okay, I think. Yeah. No. That, no. No. That's absolutely fair. Um, it could come with like a year of xbox live or something now nah, okay so yeah you go it's a year of xbox live and a year of uh game pass, game pass. so then you go in a year of game, game pass, pass is 120 ultimate. it's 120 dollars yeah. a year of gold is 60 dollars plus the controller you're looking at 210 dollars worth of value if i've done my maths right maybe 220 actually makes more sense that makes more sense that makes more mm. sense but yeah mm, okay yeah okay. so i don't know i don't know like i said i could see it still being like Oh, this is a weaker console, but it's still a console, right? Mm. I hope um, it's not now. Nah. I hope we go with it's a streaming box. Yeah. Meh. I don't know. Cool. It'll be it'll be interesting. July is going to be interesting in general. Very for, interesting. Uh, very, very, very interesting. Chris, let's get into what's been in our box this week, dude. Yes. And we'll start with. Uh, don't talk about next week. This week's games, like what we did. Okay. Don't talk about that game. But okay. we'll talk about what we've been playing other than that, and then we'll hold that for the segment. All right. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah. I can kick off. I, st I played the new season of Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite has swamped its map. It's all covered in water. You can you can ride sharks. You can you can do everything. It's uh, I don't like it. I'm back to not liking. You don't Fortnite. like it. I don't like it at all. To I'm gonna be real with you. I haven't seen that many people that hyped about it. I dislike the fact that I dislike the game now. Again, I like. I would. Uh, it's too slow. I didn't realize how slow Fortnite is. Yeah. Oh, Fortnite's very slow. Yeah. Which makes sense why you liked it in the beginning and you don't like stuff like Apex. It's because Fortnite's like, you build, you build, you build. Somebody shoots you. They're not necessarily even hitting you. They're just destroying the wall in front of you and you can just rebuild it, right? Not, not, I don't even mean just that, though. I don't, I don't even mean just that. I mean, it's slowing its mechanics. It's slowing its build-up to fights. It's slowing its, mm. its player base. It's just... it's filled with bots i'm dying to bots it there isn't enough players in the map like yeah. it just generally mm. is not is not fun okay uh do you think this signals not the end or not the death not anything like that not anything super drastic but do you think it it signals like the continued downward trajectory of fortnite yes okay because i i like i haven't really seen 
other than the day it launched, I haven't seen people really talking about it. I, I think none not... of the streamers I follow have been talking about like, oh, I can't wait to play Fortnite again, which when the new season drops, that's usually all it is. I feel like as soon as Call of Duty changed their map for that first time, which we're waiting for now, um, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. And when that happens, I feel like more players are going to go, oh yeah, I'm liking COD and I'm loving COD. And that's what I know I am. I'm playing COD every single day, streaming it for multiple po uh, of hours. And I'm just like, yeah, COD, 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 COD. Like, there's nothing more. And Fortnite to me is just so subpar. Nah. Yeah, okay. But, but that's just my, my first impressions. I just, I didn't care about the Jason Momoa. Um skin can i I'd can just... i be honest that skin did not do him justice <laughs> <laughs> it did. I, I saw that i'm like is that a skeleton version of jason momoa he's not not very buff um no. but yeah play that playing cod and yeah that is it that's actually all i've been playing because um i, I got my last of us code so i've been playing that for the remainder of the time what about you what have you been playing uh smite are you back to back on Smite? See the new. I didn't add the DLC that got announced. I watched it I live. I watched it so live. And I was like, Chris is gonna be so happy. <laughs> I was. I saw that. Uh, ben sent it to me in a text, and I saw that. And before that, I saw. Uh, um, oh man, why am I forgetting the studio? Um, High res, but I forget they they. Titan Forge. Yeah. Titan Forge tweeted out, "Oh, we're gonna be at uh game um, summer of games. Summer thing. of games thing. Yeah. yeah. Summer of games. Uh." We're going to be there, dev interview, all the stuff. I'm like, oh, they're just going to probably say some cheesy stuff, whatever, whatever. I don't care about it. And I was at the house at the time, so either way, I was busy. I couldn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ben texts me, and he sends me a text of the news. And I'm like, why is he sending me, like, this meme troll-ass-ish, right? <laughs> and I click on it. I'm like, oh, no, it's really happening. I was actually, like, genuinely excited for that. Yeah, I'm sure. So you're enjoying Smite again, I assume. <laughs> Yeah, um, I a lot of times I like unwind at the end of the night. I'll hop on with Ben and stuff, and we'll play Smite. So fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Some more Warframe, a little bit. Not coming back to COD. Never. I just I can't I can't even play Apex right now. It's just BRs in general. I'm just tired of them. Fair enough. The realism mode's so good though in COD. I it's don't so... like realism mode. You've not played it. No, I don't, and get in Call of Duty in general. But, like, it takes away the contracts. It it just makes you play so much differently and communicate so much more. It's so fun. I really like it. Do you die quicker in the realism mode? Or is it the same time to kill? No, it's a little bit quicker, but it's not that... No, It's not, like... It's not... I don't think it's that noticeable, like, honestly. Mm. It's more noticeable because you're not seeing your shield go down as much, so you're not noticing your shields going down. So people keep forgetting to reshield and things like that. Got it. Yeah, maybe I'll try it out. You should. You definitely, definitely should. Crush, this is your segment, yeah. mate. This is all you. This is all your segment. So I don't know how you want to do it. I don't know how you want to intro it. I don't know how you want to ask me what if did I play my okay. game. I don't, you take Good. it. This is on you. Go. Fix. New this next next week on Xbox from June twenty third to June twenty sixth. We're gonna get to that in a second. But before we get to that, did you play your game from last week? I like the I like the segue. He did a great job. I just want to let you know. Without the Red Bull, still did a great job. Proud of you. Okay. Very proud of you. Very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I did not. I wasn't able to. I didn't get a code. I couldn't get a code for session, unfortunately. And with Last of Us being that, I just generally 
I was so okay. excited that I got my code for Last of Us from PlayStation. PlayStation usually ignore me for everything. And Last of Us is obviously a game that I'm super, super anticipating. So I haven't. I put 20 hours into okay. Last of Us okay. over the weekend. I didn't get a chance to play Session. I'm sorry. I get a segment. You're like, Crush, here's your baby. You got the segment. It's yours. Mm. Do with it what you please. Mm -hmm. And, and then... make rules for the segment. Mm. We're going to pick a game. Play said game. Fix even makes sure, like, a few days ago, like, you played your game, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's because yes. I didn't play mine. <laughs> I did play my game, Fix. Uh, and today, you come... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess, um... Well, Crash, did, well, did you play your game? I guess I did, yeah, I guess. Well, what game was it, I, just I, for I people, did. For people I, I who don't disintegration. know? Disintegration. Yeah. Um, We got sent a code. Yep. I played it. Um, it's a really, it's a different game, okay. right? It's an F FPS and all that stuff. And I was expecting that, but it's very much so a tactical game. Okay. It's like an FPS XCOM is like the closest thing I could say, where it's not turn-based. It's all like real time where pieces are consistently moving. Okay. Um, but it is like, oh, you're going to want to send your units over here. You're going to want to use these abilities because they have abilities on cooldowns. And it's very much so you are the eye in the sky. And at least with the upgrades I had while I was playing, I myself didn't do crazy amounts of damage. I had to mark people like, oh, team, focus on him. Use your abilities over there to stun the people over there and so slow the people down over there. Is it top down then? You're in a um, uh, graph cycle is what they call it. And so okay. you're flying around and you have guns attached to the thing as well. Oh. So you can shoot. Oh. But it's still, you're given, like, this tactical advantage, which is really cool, and it's really different. And I imagine for some people, it'd be a little bit off-putting. I liked what I experienced, and it's like, I do need to play more of it to get a firm grasp on whether it's uh, it's really good or not, right? Yeah. Because it is so different, and it is something that felt very new and unique. It did feel different, very different from anything I've played in terms of a first-person shooter, right? So it was weird, because it gave me XCOM vibes. Oh. But it's nothing like XCOM. Okay. That actually sounds very interesting. I've also got a yeah. code. I haven't played it yet. Um, do you think you'll play it more before the end of the year? Do you think you'll try and beat it for Game of the Year talk or not to that caliber? Yeah. I, I want to beat the game. Um, I do think it's one of the better games I played this year. I don't know if it'll be in the Game of the Year talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to say it has a multiplayer mode. Didn't get to play the multiplayer mode. I, wonder I sat in a who's... queue for like 10 oh, to 15 minutes. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I don't know if there's server issues going on right now, or I don't oh, know if there's no one's not playing. enough people playing. Oh. Yeah, so that was a little a little disappointing, because I, I also looked up IGN uh, had their stuff, and so I looked at some of their multiplayer videos, and I'm like, the multiplayer seems kind of like hectic, but it seems a little bit fun, right? Okay. Um, And I didn't get the chance to try that out, sadly. I wonder if we could play against each other. We could try. Hmm. I don't know if they do private games. I don't remember what Yeah, but if no one else is playing, we just keep searching for each other. Yeah, but I think I don't know if the game looks for like full teams, so I don't know if you need ten people oh, at a time. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Damn. Yeah, because it's not like a one v one thing. It is a um, it's five v five. Got you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, okay. So now we're gonna get to the games that come out from June twenty third to June twenty sixth. First up on the list, SpongeBob SpongeBob SquarePants. Battle for Bikini Bottom rehydrated SpongeBob fix. You remember SpongeBob when you was a little kid waking up to watch SpongeBob? No, I didn't ever watch SpongeBob. 
I didn't either. I was really hoping you did. No, no, no. Uh, this comes out June 23rd, so... No. I was watching X-Men and Spider-Man, bro. I wasn't watching Spongebob. I'm, I'm right there with you. I wasn't watching Spongebob. I know people I know people love Spongebob, don't get me wrong. But I think that's the low, like the younger generation even from me. Like, mm. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here acting like I've never watched Spongebob, because I definitely have. But I'm not out here, like, loving it the way some people do. Like, I don't care about Sandy and Patrick and Spongebob and the, the Krabby Patty guy. Like, I just don't care. Like, mm, like, yeah. like, I remember when we watched the Super Bowl, right? And it was, like, that big deal. And then, like, so many people disappointed. I was just like, who cares? Who cares? It's just Spongebob. It's I just, agree. Just SpongeBob. I'm right there with you. Just Spongebob. Um, anyway, yeah. play a Spongebob, Patrick, and Sandy and show the evil plankton and the crime pays even less than mr krabs that's a funny joke want to save bikini bottom from lots of rampant robots of course you do i really don't want to hey don't add don't add jump. to the don't add to the blurbs you just read the blurbs you're adding in quotes don't add in your wait own quotes. no wait 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 is this my my segment you can't my read my a, segment or your segment you cannot read a blurb of somebody's game and add in your own interjectory is it my segment or your segment? It's my Xbox and me show, and I happen to be the owner of it. So I'm telling you, you can't quote a quote and read a blurb for someone's game and add in your own trajectory on it. It's your segment, don't you want? I can't. I'm not going to win. Of course you do. Want to underpants Bungie Jack? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Want to join forces in a brand new multiplayer mode? Brand new multiplayer mode. The battle is on in the updated return of the cult classic. Cult classic, Crash. Cult classic. Cult Spongebob. classic. Stop adding to my segment because it's not appreciated. Oh, I'm not even allowed to talk. I didn't realize I wasn't allowed to talk during the segment. <laughs> that was Spongebob Squarepants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Comes out June 23rd. Assetto Corsa Competition. Must be French. June 23rd. I, it's... So it, probably yeah i don't want to butcher it but i probably butchered it uh sprint endurance and spa 24 hours races come to life with an incredible level of realism in both single and multiplayer modes offering photorealistic weather conditions and graphics night races motion capture animation and its new standard in terms of driving realism and immersion italian by the way italian this comes out june 23rd um Assetto Corsa Competition. I'm glad I didn't have to say that. <laughs> uh, a Summer with Shiba Inu comes out June 24th. When Sid, the Shiba Inu, a Shiba Inu is a dog for those of you that don't know, returns to Shiba Island, where, uh, you know, I'm not going to add anything. After a 10-year absence, she sets off a chain of events that overturns the lives of all dogs she had left behind. I had a good joke, too. She gets back in touch with her old friend, Max, and along the way meets a mysterious Labrador retriever named Quay Lee. They are her only remaining allies as she tries to survive the best that made her, the past that made her leave the island in the first place. Uh, this looks like a visual novel about shiba inu so if you're a dog fan this looks like the game for you it does it's yeah it's a picture of a bunch of dogs yeah it definitely does look like a uh a visual, a visual novel. novel yeah right? yeah maybe yeah. i'll give it a go maybe it's easy easy faz and g because easy faz and g maybe maybe i'm back maybe i'm that, back that's what that's the game fix is picking maybe um 
Octonaut coming out June 24th. Octonaut is a retro shoot 'em up inspired by 16-bit classics. Save the world from alien invasion by shooting and dodging your way through eight action-packed levels with sinister bosses collecting a variety of power-ups, including lasers, bowling balls, and ninja stars to take down enemies and defend the planet. That is Octonaut coming out June 24th. Next up, we have Night Call. Again, June 24th. As a cab driver working the Paris night shift, you are many things to different people. Your gift is getting people to talk and to catch the serial killer who left you for dead. That's exactly what you'll need to do. Yo. That sounds actually not bad. Yo. That sounds not bad at all. Might have a winner there, mate. Then Control, the Foundation. It's DLC for the game Control, coming out June 25th. The astral plane is colliding with our reality, and it is up to the director to travel through the caverns to search for answers and prevent it from taking over the oldest house. Helen Marshall, head of the op- head of operations, is nowhere to be seen, but may hold key information to what's going on. It's up to Jesse, as the director of the Federal Bureau of Control, seek answers and prevent destruction to the oldest house. Do- I'm sure a lot of those words meant stuff if you played Control. I was just about to say, we didn't, neither of us actually played Control uh, for the end of the year. It was up there for Game of the Year talk, but we never played it. Do you regret not playing it at all? Um, not really. Um, the supernatural stuff for me just didn't get me ever. I'm like, I like the third, you know, I love third person action games like this. Yeah. But I just, dude, this one never got me. Yeah. And I love Remedy um, as well. Love Remedy's games. Love them. I don't think um, they've ever really made a bad game, in my opinion. And yeah. I, I agree. I'm not huge into Remedy games, though. Like, I've never played a Remedy game that sort of wowed me. Quantum um, Break? I didn't play Quantum Break, Alan, fact. Alan Wake? Yeah, I didn't like Alan Wake. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I, not that I think it's a bad game. It's just yeah, yeah. it did nothing for me. Mm. So, um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Tower of Time, coming out June 23rd. Lead the ultimate party of heroes into the Tower of Time, a vertical battleground filled with lore, mystery, and combat. Combining the nuance of classic RPGs with challenge, tactical combat, plan your every move to strategically place your warriors, control the battleground with precise spells, and counter incoming waves with devastating maneuvers. Tower of Time, June 26th. Hmm, interesting. Yes, Your Grace, coming out June 26th as well. In the kingdoms, in the in this kingdom management RPG, petitioners will arrive in the throne room each turn to ask for your advice and assistance. Decide whether to help them with their problems or to conserve resources for the for more important matters. Remember, supplies are limited, and not everyone has the best the kingdom's best interests at heart. Yes, Your Grace, coming June 26th. Um, Dungeons Three Complete Collection comes out June. 26th as well dungeons one and two miss those ones um this is nobody cares about this this is dungeons three the complete collection of course my bad my bad that's on me that's That's, on me that's all you need to care about forget everything you've ever seen and heard in the altruistic goody two shoes fantasy adventure you've played before it's time to be selfish mean and downright greedy because dungeons three complete collection is packing every dlc expansion and update released to date in one almighty fire breathing beer guzzling package that was i actually like that That was a good read-up that was a good read-up that was good i like that i like it explained the game it told me what i was getting i like that one that was a good one they had a little fun with it it seemed as well exactly kudos to them dungeons three complete collection coming out june 26th then we have 
Conan Chop Chop coming out June 26th as well. Venture forth into the world of Conan the Barbarian. Traverse among a cast of strange and wondrous creatures and crush them all to bits in this epic hack and slash rogue light for one to four players. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I wonder, is that like a top-down game? That's, that, this sounds like a top-down game, right? Yeah. Who knows? Who um, knows indeed, Crash? That is knows? all of the games of the week. And since I picked first last week, I think it's only right that I pick first again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fix, I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, I want to go with Night Call. Mm. I want to yeah, go with Night Call. A cab driver working in Paris, night shift. Fun yeah. fact, that's why I let you go first, because if I went first, I would have taken that. Yeah, I'm taking... Gonna... That, that game, out of everything we've read, that game probably sounded the most interesting. I'm going to go with Night Call. Okay, yeah. What no. about you? What are you going with? Um, okay. I'm I'm torn between two. I like the sound of Yes, Your Grace. Okay. But I also like the sound of Dungeons 3, Complete Collection. And hmm. I don't know which one. So I'm going to let you pick for me between those two picks. I think it's going to be Yes, Your Grace. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, like we say, like normal... I will reach out to the devs, ask them if they want to be a part of the show. Um, obviously, next week, hopefully, we've both played the game and we'll do our little spill, talk about the game. It's just the reason I wanted to add this segment, and Chris definitely agreed, which was just like we don't play enough of these games that come out on the Xbox Wire and we just yeah. we miss a lot. We always talk about the big AAA games, and this was something that I reached out to um, the team who did the game that Chris played, which was. Um, disintegration and said to them hey we're doing this segment would you guys like to be a part of it they were open they were like yes of course sent me over the codes so yeah if you're a dev listening of any game that we talk about and your game is coming up this year please feel free to reach out to me mcfixer at hotmail.co.uk um or my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com and yeah we're happy to we're happy to try and shine a light on some of these games if they're good we'll say they're good and if they're bad we'll say they're bad but we're definitely happy to give them a try and try and get some more people on them. So, yeah, man. Looking forward yep. to it. This week on the Dashboard Crash, uh, EA Play was a thing. We was meant to do two shows last week, Chris. What happened? How dare you? Yeah. How dare I was you? ready. I was ready to go. I, I woke up. I was all excited. I had my Red Bull. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the show. I didn't actually have a Red Bull. That's, <laughs> not, that's not true. So, I just felt like you guys deserve to know that. Um, yeah, the EA show happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. Honestly, we we were expecting. I was expecting more from it, especially with the new consoles coming. Um, I was expecting to see a lot more than what we actually got. It was a lot more smaller uh, announcements, which was a shame. But mm. that's the way the cookie crumbles. Let's go through them real quick, Chris, shall we? Uh, this one was from Adam B- Bankhurst from IGM. We got Apex Legends, which is headed to Switch and Steam with full crossplay. So the big announcement there was obviously that Apex is finally getting crossplay. This is huge for someone like you. You play Apex, so yeah, it's that. um, I don't really play too much anymore, but I could see myself going back to this because there are people that I've like never been able to play with because they're on PC or whatever. Yeah. So this is really cool. I do think this is really dope, and it's interesting they're bringing it to Apex. EA's decision with crossplay is always admirable. Um, <laughs> I, fe- I felt a was, sense that was, of uh, that was that was sarcasm by, <laughs> sarcasm by the way. You think I wasn't serious at all? Because somebody's gonna think I was serious there. I'm not. Um, 
they didn't give it to their biggest games. This just helps Apex's longevity, which is a free-to-play game, which means they get more money over the course of the game. This is business. a business move for them. Business. And it's a business move why they have it announced like, hey, it's coming to a FIFA day Madden. one. Like, FIFA Madden. It's going to have a day one. Like you said earlier that they're talking about it, They're right? talking about FIFA. I know that for a fact. But yes, they're talking about, about FIFA. So yeah. FIFA comes out and in the beginning, it's like no crossplay nope. after everybody's bought their two copies. Like, hey, we're adding crossplay. That's like, exactly cool. Now it. I can delete it off one console, but I still have to pay for it. Twice. That's exactly That's it. Not or I can see them adding crossplay, but not cross progression. So your ultimate team... Mm -hmm. Your ultimate teams won't go over, so they force people to have two lots of ultimate teams. Mm. I can see them doing that one hundred percent. Also, if you're playing on, if you're playing with somebody on Xbox in the Xbox ecosystem, you'd have to use. I like. I don't. I don't see the reason for cross progression. So the reason for what in FIFA and in Madden. Yeah, only because so, I, if there's the, crossplay, I don't see why you would go and switch to play your, on your PC. Well, yeah, but you would. That, that's the thing. Like, the reason you need, especially in FIFA, you need it and Madden, because of Ultimate Team is the whole reason because of that. I don't want right. to have to switch from, um, I don't mind, I don't mind owning different copies to play on different systems. That doesn't bother me as such. But with the fact that I can't move everything over is the problem. So my Got Ultimate it. Team, I should be able to move my Ultimate Team from my Xbox to my PlayStation, to my PC, to my Switch, if you put out a Switch version of FIFA. It, like that should just be something they do but because they know people buy they'll make alt accounts of ultimate team on different profiles so they keep putting money in so i can see why they probably won't do it so this is just for me that's still like weird because why if you have it on xbox and it's cross play why mm -hmm. would you ever switch to play on the playstation controller that's just what i don't understand like i i get the gripe and i think it's a, a valid gripe i just don't necessarily understand it. I think it just comes down to controller, I guess, and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like fully in. I'm just. That's just my think. My thought process for it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Next up, Hayes Light's Jose Ferris announced it's takes two hayes like jose ferris announced it take two the studio's next game following the brother's tale of two sons and a way out it's a co-op action adventure platform that will quote blow your fucking minds away end quote it takes two uh followers a child whose parents are divorcing to cope she creates imagery uh versions of them who must work together to make the make it through the story it takes two is scheduled to be released in 2021 what did you think of this because i never played brothers but i always wanted to i loved the way out and then this one i wasn't as hot on if i'm honest yeah i didn't really care for this one like he said i'm gonna he said something that i don't like it whenever a developer says we're gonna tell we're gonna find a new way to tell stories I don't like it when developers. I do believe it. In general, no. with Jose I, Ferris, I believe it. A way out is such I, a unique co-op experience. I have trust in him, but it's always like that's always it's weird messaging for me because most of the times developers do say it, it doesn't turn out to be true. It's like, oh, this is something that's been done before, and in some cases it's been done better. Some cases you are the best to do it, but it has been done before, right? Do you think a way out has been done before though? Because I don't think it has. I never played it. A way out is so unique in the way it is. It's one of the most. We should stream it on the My Xbox and Me channel then. If you mm -hmm. if you've never played it, it's not that long um, a game, and it's definitely worth a playthrough. Definitely. Okay. So I definitely okay. think you. I think you change your mind if you play the way out. Maybe, that's very possible. 
Um, I know I didn't like Brothers or whatever that other game was. I was a tower, not a fan yeah, a brother, a brother's tower, two sons. You didn't like the two, the two joysticks and controlling them, and no, okay. No, I don't. I don't. For me, it didn't feel good as a game. Like maybe conceptually, and maybe once you get later on, it gets better. But just getting into it was not enjoyable for me. Hmm, I wonder if you'll feel the same about a way out then. Hmm. Next up, Zoink Games announced Lost in the Random. The studio behind Fee Zoink Games announced Lost in the Random, a game that takes place in a world of random, a quote dark kingdom where every civilian future is determined by a roll of the dice end quote in 2021 follow the tale of even and her psychic dicey to excuse me to uh to play uh to quote play the odds and break the curse end quote what do you think of this one because i didn't i don't i like zoning games i've met people met plenty of people over in zoning games i don't always love their art style because it's such a it's such a unique art style yeah um this was like a tim burton movie this reminded me of yeah. Like nightmare yeah um, yeah nightmare before christmas i'm actually i actually really liked it i okay. like the idea of it i like the way they talked about it um i'm actually looking forward to this game but then again like it's a smaller game and like we've said we tend to like be excited for smaller games that we don't play them i think i'm gonna go out of my way and make sure that i play this when it comes out because i do really like it conceptually i do think it looks cool um, I do like the way they were describing it. I think it's very interesting, in my opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next up, which was Rocket Arena. The free, free, free Rocket game gets a new trailer and will be released on July 14th. Rocket Arena, the competi uh, competitive uh, third-person free, free, free shooter that is all about using rockets to literally blow up the competition, will be released on July 14th. We also have a preview. This is IGN. Um of Rocket Arena, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's unique gameplay mechanics send and stand out uh, from other third-person hero shooters, and the arena is actually quite fun to play. I thought this looked so generic. So generic. Another generic hero shooter. Free-to-play, cross-play, da-da-da. Yeah, like, it, it was just like, oh, I was so like, yeah. I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah, um, it's just, I think like to I think people need to revisit the hero shooter in like a few years down the line because I think we just keep getting them time after time and they keep stacking up and it's like it was disappointment after disappointment because like Bleeding Edge is going to have a negative uh, impact on this not because um, anything to do with Bleeding Edge but it's not popular like it's it isn't doing waves people aren't talking about it yep. it just came and was just a drop nah. in the puddle right nah, yep so this coming out is sort of like people are going to look at that like bleeding edge wasn't that cool and bleeding edge said all the same stuff and it was an arena fighter as well right yeah so it didn't have rockets it didn't have that's the difference every game is better with rockets this oh. is a fact that's true this is probably gonna be game of the year now that you say that i like i compl i apologize ea um it's game of the year material right here <laughs> no um it's just it, i might give it a I go know. i feel like i will give it a go because it seems like one of those games that could be fun for an hour but i feel like yeah. that's where it is for me it'd be fun for an hour yeah do you think that's a problem for the game yeah of course it is it's it's okay. the problem is we're in a world with fortnite and minecraft and these, all these games are services and we're all we're all trapped into our ecosystem so a game comes mm. along like rocket arena and, I'm, and i looked like i said i watched it on stream and was just like yeah no nah, no nah, i'm good i'll stay with cod like that's yeah, just nothing there was nothing yeah. about it that was like i really need to play this 
I will say I'm very glad we're past the day, the point in time where people will charge money for these type of games. At least this is free to play. I'm only okay with it because EA are publishing it. So I know the devs mm. obviously are not losing money. I hate that on the indie right. games. Indie devs can't afford to just keep putting things out for free oh. and see if it works. Like, it can't do that. I'm fine with big publishers doing it and big uh, publishers uh, taking a hit on it. But everybody else, like, nah, you can't. You can't yeah. Next up, EA Star Wars Squadrons gameplay Squadrons gameplay revealed. EA Motive revealed the gameplay of its upcoming Star Wars Squadron, a game that takes place after Star Wars The Return of the Jedi. Featuring both single-player and multiplayer, Star Wars Squadrons aims to be the greatest Star Wars pilot game ever. We've already been through all the other features, Crash. What did you think of the, the showing of it? Um, as someone who's not a Star Wars fan... I was just a bit like, okay, cool. It's Star Wars and squads and dogfights yeah, and like yay, space. cool, space. Um, uh, I just, I just, can't. Like, it looked cool, and I'm sure people who are into Star Wars thought this was, like, the dopest thing ever. I don't know if um, anyone's, I don't think anyone's really been like, ah, maybe there's, there's got to be someone. I've, seen, be someone. I've someone. seen quite a few people like, oh, okay. really excited about this, because it does, it does, it visually looks entertaining. It visually looks cool. But it's Star Wars. I this for me, in my opinion, is I look at it the same way I look at Rocket Arena, where it is, it could be fun for like an hour or two, but nothing that I'd stick with for super long. For new people that may be listening, we don't care about Star Wars. Yeah, like that is that's not a, that's not a spite point. on the game. It's not a spite. Yeah. We, we're just not Star Wars people. Either of absolutely. us. Absolutely. So absolutely. I, I we I think we reiterate that, and I think we have to. We have to. We have to with Star Wars, especially because I think if anyone's coming in listening for the first time, they're like these yeah. guys are idiots. Like, also, no, we yeah. just we just we're not into Star Wars. So yeah, so this is not a slight on the game because, no. like I said, I know a lot of people are really excited for it. So I do think it is a good looking game. It's just it does nothing for me. Mm. Mm. Next up, we got a montage of the EA Sports titles. So all we got was a. a montage mix-up thing of madden 21 and fifa 21 we saw absolutely nothing i stayed up yeah. until half past one in the morning to see fifa and they still didn't show fifa yep i was pissed yeah. i was pissed <laughs> yep. um and i get it i know some, and most of you don't care most of you don't care about fifa most of you are happy there weren't no fifa talk but me as someone who does care about fifa and madden every year i was just a bit like oh man that's what i care that's about that's what i care about like you yeah. I feel like EA have been bullied in this this time. We're like, all right, they keep saying I don't care about football games. And then like, it's just me like, wait, wait, I, I care. care. You like it. it? Yeah. Um, I'll, I had a question I'll ask afterwards and talking about everything. No, go on. I was just going to ask about the conference in general. Do you think it was good? Like no. the pacing and everything. Uh, um, yes. I feel, yes. Because I'm not talking about like what they showed, right? It was fifty-five minutes. Greg Miller did a fantastic job hosting. He was the per I, I DM'd him this. He was the perfect balance between a professional host and getting his personality across, in my opinion. Yep. It there was there was cheese, but it was clear like it was clearly cheese on purpose. Yeah. Um. It wasn't awkward. The even the interview segment for Star Wars uh, Squadrons was quite fast paced. I thought it was paced perfectly. It didn't. Yeah. It weren't three hours long, like we've had before with EA plays. And so, so for that, I have to be. I have to congratulate them. The problem for me was the the level of announcements of like. Yeah. No new Battlefield and no new um. Like we got a Star Wars game, obviously, but like even like the the big one, which we're going to talk about very soon, which is Skate getting revealed. No gameplay, no nothing. It was just like 
Hey, we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are really hyped for the skate thing. Which I, I am. I, I am too. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't get it. They showed nothing. They announced nothing. They didn't give. Well, us, they like, announced they were working, working on the skate. Yeah, I guess, but. I think this they, is... they literally the day this happened, they could have been like, "Hey, let's get the two of you. We're making a skate game." That's yeah. all this could have been. A hundred percent. Which is fair. Which is cool. It's like it is coming in the future. But what is the future? I'll be excited in 2021 when it comes out in the next year, right? My thing is though, I feel like EA and Ubisoft and all these companies are starting to buck up their ideas of like. This is probably gonna leak. Why don't we just own it and get out, get out there, and just go? Hey, we're That's doing fair. it. Stop, stop shouting at us every year. We are making it. Like it's just That's it fair. pieces that audience. It is that weird thing the gaming industry has where it's secretive. Where if they just yeah. come out and said it for everything, like films do. Like imagine Microsoft coming out in July and going, "Here's our universe wall," which obviously is not connected, but here's all the games we're working on. Yeah, some of these will get cancelled. Some of these may not make it, but this is what we're doing. But that's the part that sucks, is for the games that can't canceled. Like, most of the people who know and understand the gaming industry, like, games get canceled. But for a lot of people, they look at it like, a game gets canceled. That's like, yeah. oh, that studio's horrible. Like, yeah, they just yeah. can't complete a game. They can't do anything. Like, when Microsoft canceled a few games. Yep. That's all people talked about Xbox. That's all people still talk about yep. sometimes. True. You'll see people complaining about it. So it is this really weird balance of... Um, we're going to keep everything close to the vest, but we want to show it to you. Yeah. And there's also the other argument of, imagine if they showed Skate with an actual trailer, right? Yeah. The announcement would have been more hype. Granted, there were already a lot of people really hyped that it was even shown in the first place. Yeah. Or talked about in the first place, not shown. So I, it it is complicated, and it is a business decision, and there are a whole bunch of other reasons you go into it. So I can't knock them for it. It's just it didn't do anything for me. Fair enough. Uh, the last bit here, other than the skate news, which again we've pretty much just been over, so new skate's been revealed. Yay! Um, uh, last bit was they sort of showed like this tech teaser thing for all their games they're working on, which was like Dragon Age, Battlefield, Need for Speed, yeah. uh, Motive's next project. It was just like a glance of like everything. It was like a little bit of an environment from Dragon Age and a little bit here from Battlefield, a little bit here with a car. It was like. It was a weird way of like announcing a bunch of games without announcing a bunch of games, which is what I was saying pretty much a second ago, which is like, yes, we're doing these things. We're not going to announce them, but they are they are things that we're doing. There you go. Well, a lot of these games were already, like, we knew Dragon Age was coming. Yes. That wasn't announced here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Battlefield, I know. we knew it was coming. Need for Speed, did they say that they're making another Need for no, Speed? No, we didn't know there was a new so one coming. That was that was an announcement. Well, um, they didn't actually announce a Need for Speed. Is the they point. showed it? They yeah. showed that yeah, they're working on some game that, that has cars. Point. Yeah, that's so. a very good point. But yeah, um, yeah. The, overall, I just I was sort of lacklustered and let down by it. It's a shame, but we're also in that weird year where E3's gone as well. So yeah, I'm, I feel I'm like kind of okay. Of... I'm okay with it all being a bit down this year because everything to me seems down except for PlayStation. Yeah, I feel like this is. I feel like they might have had more to show, but they're like, a whole different next year. There's no need for us to like blow anything because like nobody's like really making waves across the board. There's no reason for us to like show more than we need to. Yeah. When worst case come worst worst case scenario is later down the year we'll do an extra show at some point. The same exact type of thing where it's digital. There's not really a lot of um, a lot of moving pieces, so it's easier easier for us to plan it. People can be wherever they are. Yeah. Um. 
and they'll do an extra show and show some announcements then, right? There's nothing stopping EA from doing that. No, 100%. EA also has been attached to E3 for a while. No, yeah. They always do their thing the day before. Everybody else does theirs, and they kind of yeah. kick off E3 without kicking off E3. But yeah, I agree with you. But it was better, better paced. They need to keep this type of pacing with a live yeah. crowd. Imagine this type of pacing, but with a live crowd. Yeah, the pacing for this was probably... Um one of the best i think sony's was sony's like, is the best yeah because it had the uh, an, uh, hype announcements an as well announcements yeah but i think this pacing was also like really good yeah um i don't like i want to give ea a lot of credit for that in a time where we've seen over the summer games are coming out they're doing their conferences everything just feels lackluster yep. everybody's conference just like there's some good bits about it but for the most part it's like it doesn't really hit this for the most part like it was just announcements that were lacking the pace the quality the quality was excellent during the whole thing yeah and everybody they had talking on it the quality was really good right yep um which shows you have to put money into the quality of even your developers and all that stuff just get them cameras because it will sell your game even more yeah 100 percent 100 percent Next up, Rocksteady is reportedly working on a Suicide Squad game. This one was taken from IGN by Jordan Oleman. Um, a new report claims that Batman uh, Arkham Studio Rocksteady is indeed developing that is is sorry is indeed the developer behind the Suicide Squad game mentioned in the domain name registrations. According to Eurogamer, the London studio has been working on the project for years, and the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League uh, domain is potentially the game's full title, as well as a uh, summer summation summation summation. Thank you uh, of its content. Eurogamer also. Also says the domains were registered by WB Interactive. The Gotham Knights does not refer to the WB Montreal long-rumored Batman game, uh, Court of Owls game, and that both games will be shown in some respect at the DC Fandom event in August. Crash. Yep. How does this? How is this for you, Suicide Squad game? Um, how do you feel? I'm excited, but like, but what does it mean? What does it play like? Right. Because they've been wanting to do something other than Batman. So I could see them doing Suicide Squad. And they're like, okay, we're doing Suicide Squad. It's not going to play like Batman, right? Because they want to do different things. Mm, I don't know. So yeah. I'm just, I'm like, I'm excited for it. And I think Rocksteady are, they're an amazing studio. So I have faith in whatever they decide to make. I'm just curious where they're going with it. I'm curious where they're going with the story. Because like, um, what characters are they going to use in the Suicide Squad, right? Will they put Harley Quinn in it? Yes. Will she not be in it? There's like a whole array of characters that they could use that they could put they're in they're going it. to but use like... the basic bitch characters from the film but just make it good you, maybe maybe i don't know because there are there are a lot of characters and they could make an interesting team co- like team up and it also depends is it going to be affected by whatever happened to the batman game, no right? i don't think it's joint you i'd be shocked so. if it was a joint universe it's definitely i i actually differ in this because like the Batman game is supposed to be like a reboot, right? Yes. That's what the rumor is. If it is a reboot, this is a joint universe. So you think that the that Batman game is getting... The new Batman game is going to get announced. Is yep. going to be in the same universe as this Suicide Squad game. Yep. Damn. That's yep. crazy. That'd okay. be pretty hype, That'd be though, dope. Right? That'd be dope. If, imagine one trailer, but one trailer is for the reveal of both games. Both games, yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty hype. That would that'd be amazing. Um, It'd be amazing. 
I haven't read the comics in a while, but I do think um, that the character from Court of Owls does appear in Suicide Squad. Like, he joins the Suicide Squad. But I can't remember. And I might be just remembering the comic Crash, incorrectly. I own a comic. Did you see it back there? Yeah, I, I've seen it, Fix. Yeah, but, but you need to play along because we do a podcast once a week. Like, you have to pretend I've, that I've you care. It, I hate when you do this, Fix, if you could keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Like, how many times? I just don't understand. I just don't get it. I'm sorry, Crash. Didn't anyway, guys, back to Batman. Which is really <laughs> important here. It's, a, it's a DC bloody comic. No, I, I, I know. I'm just joking. I was trying. Yes, I it's really cool. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was a little jealous because the cover art for it actually looks really dope. Yeah, I got it. Did you read it? I've not even opened it. I'm not reading it. <laughs> I can't read. Yeah, it's dope though. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm just gonna get uh, get Greg to sign it and put it back in. Read cool. it, read it. What's that? Cost me a lot of money though. How much was it? Ten pounds. Lucky I love that Greg Miller guy. Eh? Lucky I love him. Imagine the people who buy like tens of them every week. Yeah, they're rich. They're rich people. That's actually a thing that like my mum drove drove into me as a kid. Like, like we can't afford that. We're poor. Like, yeah. you can't have comics. They're too expensive. Like, four ninety nine for this thin book. No, thank you. Yeah. Like, it yeah, is very expensive. Yeah, but maybe I would have learned to read quicker if I would have just read about Spider Man like I wanted to. Who knows? Who knows? True. Next up, Xbox Series X price is four hundred pounds. Uh, Xbox Series S is 200 pounds claims rumors uh this was written by the metro the xbox series x may be sold for around 400 pounds when it launches this year but an insider claims the digital version will be half that price uh now that sony have revealed the playstation vibes internal game lineup we arguably know more about their console than we do microsoft's which is not expected to have any equivalent game reveal event until july but the most important question for both console remains unanswered how much will they cost some sources have suggested the new console will be unusually expensive but a new rumor claims that microsoft is aiming for 400 dollars for the xbox series x and half of that for the cheaper digital version of the console the rumor comes from a post on the a post Eastern on the Beyond 3D forum, who has proven accurate with Microsoft information in the past. Although he admits that Microsoft plans are consistently in flux and price could change, if Sony announces their PlayStation 5 details first, Microsoft has never officially announced a digital version of the Xbox Series X, but it but it's to believe the code name is Lockhart. It's assured its official name will be the Xbox Series S. Um, quote, last I heard, it it be half the price of the XSX, and last I heard, MS were prepared prepared for a 400S XSS, I hate all these acronyms, uh, yes. said Eastman of the Xbox Series S. There you go. Yep. Spoke about it a little bit. If that is the price, I'd be very happy for both, if I'm honest. Again, um... Agreed. $400 is solid. I feel like 
if they could even get that down to 350 in the UK, I'd be really happy. Like, really happy. Um, I wouldn't hold your breath out for that one. It's definitely not happening, but, you know, really <laughs> happy. Um, but I'll buy it. 400, definitely, definitely. 400 makes it an easy day one for me. Yeah. Um, do you think that if they show Lockhart in July, they announce price? No, I think they're waiting. They, I, uh, the one thing I do think they have in their their the chamber is the fact that they can wait. Xbox mm. can wait because Xbox can't get it wrong. We already heard that Xbox had a better Got production it. production um line in terms of right. these consoles compared to Sony. Sony have already said that like these are going to be like gold dust when they do come out. Like if you want one, be prepared to get one, sort of thing. So yeah. No, I think this is the no. I don't think they go first. No matter what the case is, I don't think they go okay. first. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm. I think if they show Lockhart at July, I think they will announce and, the price. With unless it. it's four hundred pound. Yeah, if it's four hundred pound, they do it no matter what, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that they have to do it if they announce Lockhart. If they show Lockhart in July, only because at that point, all you're doing is showing like hey, we're doing the same thing as Sony. And it gives people more time to be like, okay, I'm already prepared for whatever Sony's doing and get them more ready. And if Sony drops the price and people are like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with paying that price. Yeah. They might, like, they have to start getting people ready to buy the Xbox, I feel like. Fair enough. Next up, Cyberpunk 2077, delayed again to November. Cyberpunk 2077, the massive RPG uh, from CG Project Red, has been pushed back once again uh, to November 19th for a previous delay to September 17th. This one was from Polygon from Cass Marshall. In a statement, the publisher uh, published to the game's official Twitter, CG Project Red, Markin Eidswick, Iwinski, and head of the studio, Adam Badoski, wrote... At the time we are writing these words, Cyberpunk 2077 is finished, both content and gameplay-wise. The quests, the cutscenes, the skills, and the items, all in the adventures Night City has to offer. It's all there, but with such an an ambience of content and complex systems interweaving with each other, we need to do a proper... Properly, we need to properly go through everything, balance game mechanics, and fix a lot of bugs. Um... Crash, nothing more really to add there. Um, yeah, this is a good thing. Like, there's no, I don't really see many people like be angry about it. But if anybody yeah. is, you're an idiot. Like, just let them make the game. Who cares? Yeah, I agree. Like, I have nothing I, I more I'm, to say on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm partly a little sad that it's not coming out, but we'll get a better quality. And like they said, there are a lot of systems involved in this. It is supposed to be a big game. Do I'd rather go on. I'd, I'd rather them like make sure like everything's working. Right? Do you Give think this could have been problem. delayed because of the new consoles? Where like Xbox was like, "Hey, can you get this closer to our launch? We'll pay you." No, I don't think so. Because the rumor, the the rumor, what people have been saying online is like maybe they announced they announced the release date at the July event, and it is going to be um, a bundle. Well, not even not even a bundle, but like just. It's a launch title at that point then. November 19th, Xbox. If I'm not mistaken, I want to quickly check this. So I'm right. Xbox 360 release date. I'm pretty sure they release in November 20th most time. November 22nd. 
So it's always, and then the original Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Let's go with that. I think that's November 20th or 21st. November 22nd again. And then the Xbox OG. What can I get a release date on that one? I don't know when that one is. It's not called an OG. It was released in November 15th. So it's always mm. November. Xbox do their consoles. Right? Yeah. This is coming but out I, November 19th now. Nah? This game. I. Yeah, I think that I th- I still I don't think so because then what's the point of them even coming out saying with a statement saying like hey you'll have upgraded versions and all that stuff in the future because you still got the Xbox One audience to cater to you still have right. to you still have to cater to that audience and not everyone can afford it at launch so they want to know I, that their games go over I understand that but like I I just I don't see it I think that they needed more time with the game and I really think that's all it is I guess we'll see in July whether like what happens there yeah um but. I, I don't think the delay was for that reason. It's a weird day though. Okay, come that's a night. That's a uh, a Thursday. Mm. Like is it? Yeah, November nineteenth is a Thursday. I wonder if they're trying to do a new thing. You remember when games used to launch on Fridays and then it changed to what Tuesdays? Tuesdays. And I'm like, just just launch whatever you want now. I don't care. Launch on the Thursday. Launch on a Wednesday. But realistically, the Xbox Series X is either coming out the twentieth or the twenty yeah. seventh of November. Why do you say that? Because they're both Fridays. They can do whatever they want. Consoles typically release on Fridays. Hey. Uh. And twenty seventh well, would be Cyberpunk's the end of the month. coming out on a Thursday. Yeah, but that's a game. Um, what if it comes out on a Thursday as well? What the. The console comes out the nineteenth as well. Yeah, I'd be gassed. I'd be so happy. Uh, moving on, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven three uh, more robust next gen upgrades coming to the PS five and the Xbox Series X in twenty twenty one. We kind of already knew this, but there's a little bit more details in it, so I'll read it up. Cyberpunk uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a free, more robust next-gen will arrive on PS5 and the Xbox Series X in 2021. In addition to the PS4 and Xbox One versions, both being playable on next-gen consoles at launch. As reported by Gamatsu, the news was revealed in a conference call conducted by the developers yesterday. CG Project Red CEO Adam Kinski answered questions in the wake of the game's November delay, which was revealed yesterday. Quote, at some point, we're going to have a more robust update for the get for the update for the for the next gen. That's what it says, which yeah, we're planning no. to give free of charge to anybody who purchased the PS4 or the Xbox One version. But in any case, you'll be able to play the game on next gen systems from the 19th of November when the game releases, and it will look better than on the next gens from that moment. Kinski explained so just more clarification on this so we'll just keep running through because we've gone a little bit long so far Uh, Marvel's Avengers confirmed for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X current gen players can upgrade to next gen version for free so everything I'm about to read is actually only applies to the PS5 they haven't confirmed any of this for the Xbox Series X but I felt like it was still important to talk about um It's obviously still coming to the Xbox, but the the main thing here is the PS5 uh, will offer an enhanced graphics mode, a higher frame rate mode. The latter targets 60 FPS with dynamic 4K uh, resolutions. Um, Noted that the PS5's ultra-fast SSD will make 
for nearly instant load times in the Avengers world. And as Iron Man flies through content-rich levels, higher resolution textures, a mesh will stream instantly, maintaining the highest possible quality all the way through the horizon, he added. Avengers will also take advantage of the DualSense controller. That's not something we care about. Um, but yeah, it, it was obviously... My, Sony must have the marketing for this one, hence why they've said it. Yeah. But everything said here must apply. They did also go on to say that specific details um, on the Xbox Series X, Stadia, and PC versions will be revealed at a later time. So I would it's just take it as it's going to be the same. Maybe the load time's a little bit sh- longer on the Xbox One. So... so- I have a question. Um, do you think that all these games coming out saying, hey, we have free upgrades for Xbox and PlayStation, do you think that has any negative impact on Xbox? I think for me, but maybe it's because I overanalyze the industry, which is just like, I just think it's like, oh, that whole smart delivery thing was just like... Yeah. But I like, yeah, I think the point of the smart delivery was like, hey, switch over to Xbox now and you'll get all your upgrades in the future. Yeah. But now it's like, Oh, if you stay to Sony and Sony has the bigger player base right now, if you stick with us, you'll you're getting these upgrades as well. Yeah. Microsoft's not giving you anything special, right? There's nothing special going over there. Yeah. So like when I heard this, when I heard Cyberpunk, I was like, okay, that's cool. That's CD Project Red. They're yeah, always yeah. like very consumer friendly. But then you hear Avengers as well, and it's like, oh, maybe, maybe it doesn't work out in favor I think of it's... I, th- I think it's also the fact of the world is now live games of service, right? So yeah. you can't expect people to invest hundreds of hours in your world and then just be- want to just give that up, no matter where they I go. Agree. So yeah. it's like every company kind of had to do this anyway. It's just Xbox tried to package it in a way that felt special, but now we're just learning. It's just like, oh, okay, it's just their PR spin off what they want yeah. to do i like it don't get me wrong i think it's a smart idea it explains it perfectly to people it's like oh yeah that's smart delivery enabled perfect done where yeah, sony hasn't no, no, got anything like that it's just like ask the dev ask the dev ask the dev sort of thing like i get what xbox have done it just it just isn't special yeah i agree agree next we got facebook acquires the order 1886 developer radio dawn um i'm not going to go into full details on this but i just thought it was interesting to see a a studio like Ready at Dawn go exclusive uh, to Facebook. They're probably going to be forced to work on uh, uh, VR content for the Oculus. Um, yeah. And the order is such a beautiful game. It, it like it doesn't. It's not that great a game, but it's a beautiful game nonetheless. That I was kind of expecting them to pop up somewhere on Sony's platform with the PS5. So to see that they've been bought out by Facebook is uh, really interesting. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah, the Order eighteen eighty six is eight gorgeous game like that game looks really good yep. and then it bombed nothing ever happened with them and now they're making vr games which is a shame i i think i i think this is a uh I, i'm not very happy about the story to be honest i mean i think it's also a case of studio stability as well right of they, course they, no no they probably just wanted to be like hey we'll work on vr titles no problem <laughs> absolutely i think this is great for the people that work there they know where their paycheck's coming they got their job secured but just sort of like they have a lot of potential there yeah and i would have liked to see them you know make another game of that like out of the vr headset especially yeah yeah fair enough 
Next, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. First gameplay details were revealed. This one's taken from IGN by Jonathan Dornbush. Activision has announced Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. A brand new uh, sequel to Crash Bandicoot 3. Uh, warped. Spyro reignited a trilogy developer. Toys for Bob is behind the brand new adventure, which is set to be released October 2nd, 2020 for the Xbox One and will cost $60. It's about time is built from the ground up as a new experience in the spirit of the original free crash games developed by Naughty Dog for the original PlayStation. Players can play either as Crash or uh, Coco Bandicoot for the full adventure with other playable characters thrown in, like uh, like in them into the mix like Neo Cortex featuring a brand new art style making a departure from what uh, Valkyria Visions created from the Bash uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. It's about time we'll feature a new new platforming moves, new masks with special abilities, two major uh, control schemes and plenty more. So there you go Crash. There you, know you what? go. I thought I was hype about this when it got late and I saw it and I was like Oh yeah, I don't care. I don't care about Crash anymore. I really can't wait for July, um, when kill- the new Killer Instincts announced and Crash Bandicoot is announced as a playable character. You, you're just it's gonna be wild. You? You're just memeing. It's gonna be wild. You were doing this on Twitter and in my chat the other day. Oh yeah, did you see Crash in Smash? I was like, what? <laughs> no. It's gonna be in a fighting game one day, and it's gonna be a, a cross game fighting game. It's gonna be him against Rash, and you know General Ram will be there and. All this is going to be great. It's going to be great. Fix. Just wait. Just wait on it. Crash coming to um, Resident Evil 5 as a playable yo, character. That's who, that, no, no, no. Not as a playable character. He is the monster. Oh, okay. He's just spinning at you, Fix. They got rid of Ouroboros and they just brought in Crash. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. Um, you excited but, for this new game or not? I'm not. I've, I've never been a real big Crash fan. If it's not Spyro, I don't care about. Did you play the new Spyro? The, the trilogy? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Did you stream it, actually? I think I remember watching you stream it. Uh, yes, I believe so, yeah. Next up, one that Chris made me add, I wouldn't have added it otherwise, I did. Well, I why promise you, you I wouldn't have added it. I gave you the link as a meme, <laughs> and I told you this This is a meme. I didn't think you'd add it, and you went ahead and added it. Kingdom Hearts Melody of the Memory is a rhyme rhythm. Oh, rhythm. Sorry. Rhythm. I've got eyelash in my eye and now I can't see Crush. Rhythm game coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. This one was taken from IGN by Adam Bankhurst. Square Enix has announced that Kingdom Hearts Melody of the Memory, a rhythm game coming to the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One later this year. The announced trailer shown Kingdom Hearts Melody of the Memory in action and it looks to feature characters' designs from the uh, and gameplay that is similar to Square Enix Final Fantasy's Fret Thrivum? Thrivum? Theatrum. What? Theatrum. Is that a real word? Theatrum. Interesting. It's Square Enix. You think it's a real word? No, it might be a translation from Japanese. That's all. Oh, um, that's no, the Japanese trailer showcase not only Sora, Donald, and Goofy, but Riku, Hakari, ha- ha- Kairi. Kairi. K- K- Kyrie, Tatari, uh, Hercules, Aladdin, cool. <laughs> and other fan favorite characters from the Kingdom Hearts franchise. They didn't talk about Woody. What the fuck? Fun fact that apparently um, this story is canon. So if you want to keep up with your Kingdom Hearts, get this game. Canon. 
Games with Story. God. This, I'm not even talking anymore about this stupidness. <laughs> Games with God this month. Uh, Shanty and the Pirate J- available June 1st to June 30th. Coffee Talk mm-hmm. June 16th to July 15th. Uh, and Sinamora June 16th to June 30th. Yep. Crash. Yep. We did get one tweet from people saying, hey, I like the longer episodes. Well, we boy, this tweets. was a long episode. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed it. I really do hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it let's, was... let's plug, plug, plug and get us all out of it. We got to plug. Uh, YouTube.com, my Xbox and me, we're going to be live streaming there later. If you guys are watching this, it's probably already happened, but hit the notification, subscribe. We'll be doing my Xbox and me streams. You'll be able to see both Maya and Fix's ugly faces on there, which mm-hmm. should really get you guys going mm-hmm. next to some probably not great gameplay, if we're being honest. Yeah. But it'll all be one package, which is, you know, it's what you guys like, one package. Yeah. For, so if you're watching this right now, you should have this to youtube.com slash my Xbox and me. There will be a VOD of our live stream yeah. of us playing Sea of Thieves for the first time uh, since launch. Both of us played it at launch. We didn't hate it, but we just felt it was very empty. Um, nothing, to do. nothing to redo. So we're jumping back in today. So we were meant to do it at 12 o'clock, and we've gone really, really late. Um, yeah. But that's what happens when you do a great show. So we'll be doing that right now. Again, go hit the subscribe button over on the YouTube channel. Turn notifications on so you know when we are live as a team. And uh, don't forget to follow Crash on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kreshnik, and myself, uh, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um, until next time, guys, I will love you leave you and see you all late a a a a a ta